From Potomac Fund Management and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is the Proust Questionnaire with Patrice Kelly. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Norton. We loved having Patrice Kelly on our podcast so much, we decided to bring her back. Only this time, we're not going to talk about marketing. We're going to make it all about her. So, Patrice, welcome back. Hey, hey. This is, I think, like the fifth time we've ever spoken. So, <laughs> are you ready for me to ask you some intensely personal questions? Heck yeah, let's do it. Excellent. Why don't we start with a softball? What is your idea of perfect happiness? Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to try to think too long. I've been a mom since I was 21. So <laughs> perfect happiness for me these days would look like a vacation where I can just sit around and watch anime all day and eat good food and hang out at the beach. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> And yep. I've only been a parent for the last 10 years. So yes. I'm still, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Well, let's flip the script on that question. Uh, what is your greatest fear? Greatest fear? Nothing but easy questions, really. <laughs> um, losing a child. Yeah. 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 I would it's just like for concur. yeah for first one of the hard things about being a parent is especially as so my kids are 20 13 and 11 um and with the 20 year old this is my first go around with you know like wow I can only give you advice now yeah and the way you conduct your life, the decisions you make, whew, all that's on you. And, you know, like, I remember, you know, we remember being that age yeah. and how much we thought we knew and how much <laughs> risk we took and all of that. Um, but it is very scary being on the other side of that and watching your kid, like, and you can't do anything about it. You're just like, oh, my God, like keep him like keep him safe and you know and like hopefully nothing you know terrible happens and he can navigate life and so like and then like having to think through that like wow and that's I gotta go through that like two more times <laughs> so yeah that's a lot I'm not ready for that so I will probably be calling when I get closer <laughs> and asking you for advice because I I we can't gotta even, stick together, man. It's tough. I can't even fathom that one. The other, the other thing that I've noticed too is that some of the decisions that I made earlier on, I've started to realize what the repercussions of that will be. Like, I have a classic car, and I made a deal with my son that because he got super interested in it, and it was never something I was mm -hmm. going to push on him, but he got super interested mm -hmm. in it, and so I said, "Well, I'll tell you what, make you a deal." You 
continue to work on it with me over the next few years. And then Mm -hmm. when you turn 16, I'm going to buy you the ugliest 80s five-speed piece of junk rusting Honda that I can find that you aren't ever going to get a date in. And (laughs) if you can show me, number one, you got to learn how to drive a stick. Number two, uh, you show me you can take care of it, that you're responsible with it, that you don't do anything stupid, I'll give you the classic car. And he was like, oh, done, done. And I'm thinking, this is great parenting. He's going to learn responsibility. He's going to do all these things. And then I'm like tracking through my head and I'm like, I don't mind the risk myself, but I'm going to put my kid in a classic car that has, I mean, forget about like airbags and stuff. It doesn't have a seatbelts. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they didn't make those yet. I'm like, what am I doing? Hindsight, so, boy. That thing is a kicker. Mm, <laughs> So I'm living with that and I can't think about the level that you're on because I'm I'm not I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um a fun question. What what's a what is your greatest extravagance? The first thing that came to my head is um I'm an avid anime fan, I guess you can see all in the back, and I got my little katana. <laughs> um so I did spend, I did drop a couple G's on a custom pair of anime uh, Nike Air Force Ones, custom painted. Oh, very so, cool. Yes. That's I right. Have them right here in my little case. You'll like, we'll have was... to send us a picture so we can put yes. it with the, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, and I'm very, you know, I mean, I'm very picky. So, mm-hmm. you know, like... It was a big deal, so I love them, though. That's, I've only won them twice. Uh, oh, very special only occasions. Twice. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. very special occasions. It's like art, really, yeah, to me. But. Well, it's fair. Art you can wear, mm-hmm. as it were. Yep. Uh, yep. All right, well, maybe this is a timely question. On what occasion do you lie? Oh. <laughs> Whew. Hmm. Um when my my dad comes up, he's older, he's 80, and okay. he asked me like, do I want he's in this age now where it's like Everything is, he's trying to give everything away. He's like, do you want, I got some, some flowers over here. You want me to bring them over? Or, you, you know, I got, I'm going to cook me some meatloaf. And I just don't have, y'all want some meatloaf? And I'm like, yeah, daddy, bring it on over. It's fine. It's great. But you, <laughs> I don't want some meatloaf, dude. Like, I don't. Like and then it's like, did you oh, eat that's magnificent. the beans? Oh, how were how were the beans that I cooked? They were great. Like they're sitting in the back of the refrigerator, and I'm like, we're gonna throw those <laughs> That is, that might be the best answer anyone's ever given me to that question. I love it. 
I love it. Oh, man. <clears throat> well. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't send him this one. Just <laughs> leave it out. That's funny. Uh, okay. So, other than the great Robert Sophia, what living person do you most admire? Dang it. That is... <laughs> I need to think through my what who do I hmm. it's gotta be somebody I like. Uh yeah, who do I like and why? <laughs> um I think it's because I feel pressure to say something profound. I'ma just say like um Let me make this easier for you. This is the Counter okay. Risk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There couldn't be less pressure. No, I'm on NBC Dateline. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to say um, Andrew Davis. Because every time I see him speak, I am just like in super awe of the fact that it's like 45 minutes. It never feels like 45 minutes. I'm like engaged the entire time he's talking. Like I read his his book called The Referable Speaker and, and there's like this formula and you can kind of like, once you know it, like you can point out kind of how he does his speeches and things like that. But it's just like to keep someone entertained and also, you know, like, um, give them that kind of knowledge for that long. I mean, it's a long time. He's just really, really good. So, and he's a great he is, guy too. He is incredibly engaging. Like mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's very And cool. 45 minutes is so long. Like I, I mean. It's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time to talk. <clears throat> yes. Yes, it is. So I, I totally, he, um, he opened Jolt, that. yes. That no, that's Ramon Ray. So he he did. Why did um, I? Why did I? Why did I? Why did I make that? No, it um, he did the uh, the talk with the car, the SUV, where his wife uh, went in. Um, that's what I remember so much about it because he uh, he said that's they ended. They have the the best uh, main, maintained car because at the place where they got it from, I can't remember the, even the brand he was talking about, but they said they offer doing your nails for free every time you come in and get on. They were like, and he's like, we have the best well-maintained car ever because she is like, I'm taking that thing in because I get my nails done for free. So, I but that it. was like his wrap up of the speech. Well, I am horrible with names to the point where a lot of the time I just smile and nod and am yeah. have mastered the uh when I run into somebody at the event and they're like Christopher it's so good to see you and I'm like oh it's so good to see you too <laughs> you're Person. just like waiting for that time when they like give it to you yeah oh, just God. give something just give me something like yeah, Most of the time when people tell me they're they're living person, I have no idea who they are. So and then I go and look them up and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I know who that is. 
But when they say the name, I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. Great. Yeah. Well, um, this one might be a little bit easier. What words or phrases do you most overuse? Dude. Dude and um, being a mom. Excuse me. Now, you know, you can say excuse me a million different ways. Like me and my daughter were talking about this the other day. Like I can say, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Um, excuse me. Um, excuse me. Like, <laughs> and they know, they know what I mean. Every different version of excuse uh -huh. me. You could teach a master class just on like the delivery oh, yes. of phrases. Yes. Yes. That tone and that, that, that emphasis is really important. But yeah, and then the dude. 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 <laughs> oh, that's so much better than what my answer to that question would be. <laughs> what would your answer be? I say rad a lot because apparently ah. it's 1985 out here and I'm like, Oh, that's rad. So, <clears throat> and there's oh, maybe, man. you know, a little bit of inflection, but there's, it's not like, um, like terrific is a word that I can use either way. Like, like I'll be like, yeah. Oh, terrific. Or I'll be like, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but rad doesn't really have a negative connotation. It's more of like, like, oh, that's rad. Or, oh, yeah. that's rad. So there, there are levels yeah. of rad, but there's not a negative <laughs> rad for well, reasons. It's, it's, it's interesting because my dad, he uses the word interesting, and it's like a negative. Like, instead, it's like, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. And it's like, you, I've just learned over time. It's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> See, now my fiance would say I use that word too much. She's like, ah. I'll say it. And now she started calling me out on it. And she'll be like, is it, is it interesting? And I'll be like, <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Yo. This podcast is brought to you by the Conquer Risk Funds. With a systematic, tested, and disciplined approach, the Conquer Risk Funds are designed to tactically adjust their holdings to match the current market environment. Learn more at conquerrisk.fund. You heard that correctly, conquerrisk.fund. Ah, okay, when and where are you happiest? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can do when or where. When I'm watching anime, <laughs> um, where <laughs> my bed. That yeah. is a solid answer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, both. I do both <laughs> in my bed watching anime. Legit. <laughs> I do see you get the, the television is perfectly positioned there. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Got to, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> What's a talent that you wish you had, but you do not? 
You're like, that's Singing. tough because I'm great at everything. Singing. No. <laughs> singing. I, I wish I could sing. I, I just, I can't. So I, I play a lot of instruments. I was in the marching band and the jazz band. Oh, cool. All that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I, I could never, or you know what? Playing by ear, that is a skill I never, oh. I can read sheet music to the day is long. I play piano, all that, um, but I cannot play by ear. Now, I mean, I guess if I try to develop the skill more, I could, but like in high school and stuff, it's just everybody that could play by ear, they could play the cool songs, you know, and I'm sitting over here playing my little Beethoven. And they're like, who is that? <laughs> Patrice, you know, but um, so yeah, it, it's get ready cool for some see. sick beats. I'm about to drop Beethoven's fifth on you. <laughs> it's cool to see classical getting this a little time more time in the spotlight as as kind of like classical pianists and stuff are are kind of on these like hip hop tracks, yeah, like Cardi B and the and the lady that did um you know, her performance there. She got a lot of like followers and popularity from that. So it's cool, but you know, yeah, I wish I could do that, but I can't. <laughs> I wish I could really play any instrument. So hmm. I was a percussionist and oh, that's just like a completely man. different world i feel like so yeah oh man i wish i could have played i never could get the the drums like the the wrist uh yeah i don't i don't understand but it's super cool of course in marching band where i went like you know the drum line was like i started off in flute um in middle school and then i went to clarinet so in the high school i was doing clarinet and of course woodwinds nobody cares about the woodwinds so i switched over to um <laughs> i switched over to um mellophone which is a marching french horn because then i get to stand up in the oh, stand well nice. you know so um the closest i ever got was xylophone um mm. which which i really enjoyed and was was pretty good at but I really wanted to learn how to play piano later in life. And the problem is I play piano like a xylophone and, you know, because I'm used to having, you know, a couple of wands yeah. in my hand and, you know, now <laughs> I'm trying to use all five fingers at the same time. Are you kidding me? So I just, it's just, I don't think it's in the cards, I, I want it to be, but <clears throat> I don't, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, all right. So other than the shoes, what is your most treasured possession? I love my car. Um, it is not anything that's like way over the top, but it was, it's a Dodge Charger, just 2015, nothing crazy, but nice. it was the first car that I got that I truly wanted. Not like, this is all I can afford and this is the only thing I'll be able to get. Um, it was like, I was like, I want a Dodge Charger. I want it to be black. You know, I want like, I got to really like specify exactly what I want. And it was the first purchase of mine that was just like, I was able to do that in that kind of freedom. And That's it meant awesome. a lot, you know, yeah. because 
financial. I mean, I've had a kid since 21. So, you know, stuff ain't always mm-hmm. been easy. Um, mm-hmm. So that meant a lot um, to me. And it has shaped from that point how I go about purchasing things. Because up until that point in cool. life, I hadn't, I didn't realize what what it felt like to buy something you really wanted. Um, and after understanding what that feels like and the joy you get from it and the fact that like, I still have that car and I still get in it. And I'm like, that's my car. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I named him T'Challa. Um, and <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, from that point on, it was just like, okay, you know, like, I would prefer to make uh, whatever sacrifices need to be made or whatever, whatever, or wait, you know, so that I can have the thing I actually want. Um, So that was a a big thing for me. Being a person who loves cars just to a stupid level. um, I always say that the people that are like, oh, you know, a car is a car and it just gets you from here to there and it doesn't matter. I'm like, those people have never been in a great car. They don't Mm. know what that experience is when you get in it and you love it and you're like, this is mine. Mm. And it it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be all across the board. Um, It just, just a car that you genuinely love. And... Mm -hmm. I think that's a special feeling. My favorite car commercial that was ever made was by Cadillac like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the driver, she's listing off a bunch of features in the car. And she's like, it doesn't matter if your car has this or this or this or this or this. <clears throat> the only thing that matters is when you turn, turn your car on, does it return the favor? Mm. And I was like, Mm, damn, that's a good, that's a good, I've shared that commercial with a bunch of people and they're like, that's kind of a weird thing to say about a car. I'm like, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, it's not. not. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, completely different flavor question. Who is your favorite author? I have not had the benefit of reading bunches of books uh, lately, but I'll say the first thing that comes to mind is, um, even though she's been a lot with the whole, I, whatever, J.K. Rowling, because I love Harry Potter. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. Harry, like, first, I love it so much. Like, I um, introduced my daughter, who's now 13, to it back in... Um, I think she was around second grade. So I would read like one chapter a night to her. And um, and eventually too, she picked it up and then she started reading. I think by book three, she read the whole series herself and has read it over like two or three times now. But oh man, so many memories from that. And then I'm like super particular, like the movies, no the books read the books (laughs) like there's that one i can't remember which one it was but like it that didn't happen in the books i was mad in the movies it did not happen that way (laughs) like why are y'all changing up storyline do it (laughs) 
Huh. So, you yes, literally that, had like, a roadmap of what you were supposed to do. It's not hard. Not hard. Like, I get it. Like, right. Like, you only have two to three hours to pack. You can't pack everything in it. But don't change the story. This, mm -hmm. this Listen, listen. When it comes to, like, manga and anime, okay, like, this, this pisses me off, dude. Like, you have the framework. Manga. <laughs> right there. One of my favorite manga is uh, Tokyo Ghoul. And he, I won't go all into it, but he make, there's this one decision he makes to either go over to the dark side or stay on the light side. In the manga, he stays on the light side. Why in the anime did they make him go to the dark side? You're changing up the, the story isn't even the same. You're killing me, dude. Like, you're killing me. And now people hate on the anime. Well, you know why? Because that wasn't the story. If you're an animator, don't don't make it do. That makes me so bad. I'll I'll skip the question. What angers you the most? <laughs> already answered. <clears throat> All right, well, th but this does tie in. Who is your absolute hero of fiction? Now, look, this is one of those things. I don't know why I can't. Fiction is fat, right? Or is it not? Is it? I don't ever. Well, I feel better about. I feel better about confusing the names of speakers earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fiction, fiction would be uh, made up, make believe. See, like mom why you just can't never remember this i'm like i don't know maybe because i want to say man, i don't know it it start with f it should be fact okay um let's see i don't i am i love me some stephen king too oh yeah, yeah so i remember reading back when I was probably around my daughter's age, reading a bunch of Stephen King horror stories. Because um, I was all into horror at the age, like Goosebumps and all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff. And um, of course, you know, like back then, I didn't know I was going to be a creative or anything like that. But um, my imagination would get the best of me. <laughs> because I would read oh, them Stephen King yeah. novels. Uh -huh. And be, and be scared terrified. out of my mind. Like so much that I, re I recall being like, okay, I'm going to have to stop reading these because like I was legit scared. So I love me That's Stephen awesome. King, but it's it. hard to read. I love it. <laughs> I, uh, this might be a book movie thing that drives you crazy, but I watched the movie The Shining for the mm. first time when I was oh. in middle school, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of starts slow uh, before it gets completely unhinged. And I was <laughs> sitting there, and I was like, when is this going to, you know, like, get scary? And they were just like, be patient, be patient. And I kid you not, this is how it played out. We're watching the movie, and the person I'm watching it with goes, all right, here it comes. And it was right, right before everything starts to change in the movie. 
and the transformer blew in our neighborhood with this loud explosion and it was already nighttime and all the power went out just you know oh! boom and we're sitting in total darkness and i'm like oh my god what no dude so, no yeah okay yeah see i've never can't. been the same since yeah so same thing with scary movies like I cannot watch it without my fiance. Like it's an absolute no go. I mean, I'm talking about I would be the one like coming home and be like, put the put the sofa up against the door just in case, you know, just in case so nobody comes in. <laughs> like the 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 most the thing that like got me the most is it, have you ever seen this movie called The Strangers? Mm -mm. Okay. Oh my god! I have not seen a scary movie for over a decade, which I'll explain in a moment, but go, go ahead. Okay. 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 So the strangers really like, it's, it's that, it's that weird thing where it's like, you know, the movie is not, they got to add movie magic to it, whatever, but it's based on a real story. And it's, and it's something that's like, they're in a the house. It's not, it's not like, you know, they drove out to some like super remote, like you, okay, you know, y'all about to die, you know, like, but it mm -hmm. was in just a regular neighborhood. Oh, uh-uh. Nope. I'm out. I'm out. And, and the people, the, um, the, um, villains or whatever in there, they have masks on the whole time. Not like you just like the ski mask, but like these, these look like a pig or whatever. The yeah. whole time, and that played with me because it's like you never even saw them. You never even saw them. Yeah. You never even, and then at like nope. at the end, it goes, it, and it was a family too. It was a, a mom, a dad, and like a teenager. <sighs> they they just came up to this random house and like I mean, absolute terror on um, this couple, and like at the end they drive away and they get out the car and the the. The teenage daughter, still with the mask on. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember if she was getting something out the trunk or whatever. But the mom comes over, still with the mask, and says, don't worry. You'll get used to it. Oh, <laughs> damn. I just, I can't. Oh, I can't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Okay, so the last scary movie I saw in a theater was called The Ring. I don't know if you saw it, but the... Okay, so yeah, and there's like there's there's this list of images that you see before you die, and the last one is the ring, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. and, and, and if you remember, like like the television comes on and like static, and then like the girl crawls out of the TV. Okay, so this is a true story. This is what happened to me the night I saw the movie when I got home. Oh. I pull into the driveway. And I get out of the car, and there's a ladder leaning against our house. I don't know why. Wasn't there when I left. But that was one of the things that you see, is a ladder leaning up against a house. And so I'm like, huh, what a coincidence. So this was my, I was still living at home at the time, um, mm -hmm. early college. And I'm like, that's funny. So I go inside, and I go in, and I... I get a glass of water in the kitchen and I walk up to the sink 
and there's a fly buzzing around the drain of the sink, which was also one of the images. Mm-mm. And while I'm standing there looking down at that going, huh, what another coincidence. The television in the kitchen turns on. No, no. Too static. Oh. Like it just goes plink. And I'm standing there and I'm like, I don't want to turn around. I do not. I don't want to turn around. <laughs> and I, it literally took me like a minute to get up the courage to just turn around and walk over and turn off the television. Oh. And and I, I remember just talking about my parents later and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been trying to figure out why this TV has been doing that for a while. And I'm like, uh-huh, OK, so I'm 22. I slept oh. on the floor in the hallway outside my parents' room because I was terrified. Like they lived upstairs. So it was like, you know, it was a two-story house in the basement, right? So they slept upstairs. Mm-hmm. My room was down in the basement. Uh-uh. So I went upstairs, mm-hmm. laid down on the floor with a couch pillow and just slept. I didn't really sleep, but that's where I spent the night. Dude, that is that is crazy because I have not a similar experience with those the 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 images, but after the ring, when I came home, I had a TV in my room at the time, and I was like, absolutely not. I slept <laughs> in the bed with my parents. I was like, I can't. I was like, y'all just gonna let me sleep right in the middle. My daddy said, you better not ever go to any scary movies. <laughs> I was horrified. I, I, I didn't. That was it. That was the last time. I Never again. I cannot. That stop action stuff too. I can't. That mm-hmm. that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No no no, no no. <laughs> wow. Well, since we're sort of on the topic, when the time comes, how do you want to die? Oh, wow. That is just like. I would hope it's like quick. And like, can we just be like an asteroid drop? Like, you're not gonna feel nothing. Like, it's just like one minute you there, the next minute, like you go. Like, I, I, and not to get like super deep and serious, but like my mom, she passed away a couple years ago and she had Alzheimer's. And <sighs> it is the worst thing to watch. Like, I loved yeah. one go through that and it's just I was just like I was I was literally stuck between like I want her to still be here also don't want her to go through any of this either like it's the most like horrible thing for anybody to go through and I'm just like I would not want to go out like that I'm almost like hey man no it's stick me like get like I don't like, can we write that in my will or something? Because I don't want to go out like that. You know, like, I'm I'm just, like, you can't, you, you can't think for you. Like, you regress back into being a child. And then, and, and mm-hmm. you know, someone who was so sharp, so bright, so, you know, like, very meticulous. My mom was very meticulous about her image and, like, what she talked. And, and to watch her just be like that. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was like, it was weird. It was this weird guilt. Like, well, I 
shouldn't want her to be gone, right? But like, God, do I want to want to keep like looking at her be so much of a way she wouldn't want? And it and there would be these things. Of, dang, I'm getting all super deep, but <laughs> it would be these like moments in which she would kind of like come back. Yeah. And I remember one time she said, I don't want to do this. And it was just like, oh, mm. like, you know, like, and I knew that was her. I knew that was her talking, yeah. you know, but like, I don't know. So it comes that like time of like, you know, at what point are we just trying to like keep people here <coughs> for our own? Right. Like, selfish purposes or whatever but like they would probably prefer to be gone you know so for me I think, like that, I think that's that. what we all want is quick we want it to just be quick like I hope the end of my story was one adventure too many you didn't make it back from that hike or whatever whatever dumb yeah. thing I was doing like <laughs> you know at his age yeah. that, was, that was not that was not wise like well <laughs> gone yeah yeah like <clears throat> definitely that i i don't the, the prolonged thing I, I don't, yeah no 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 long goodbyes no no mm -mm. well last question we'll end with something positive maybe um <laughs> what is your motto in life my motto in life this is gonna sound super cliche, but um, I do what I love, and I love what I do. So, Outstanding. I don't so think I, I just yes, I just really like that's that's how I found like creative and where I. Yeah. you know, ride my line and my standards of quality and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, it just, when you do things that you love doing, um, I'm not going to say, you know, never work a day of your life or none of that, but it's just because it's, it's, it's not always, it's not yeah, always yeah. like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you do. Um, but at least, you know, that, like the passion that you have inside of you to do that thing that is what you're doing. And then for me to help other people out. Um, so I will get a little serious for a second because for me, black female, I've never once worked with another black designer, not once. Mm. Um, it's something that like I kind of fell into, like it is not something that is, um, like one of those things that you know about growing up. Um, and so whenever I do come across other black females that are interested in design, I really talk to them about my experience and how it went and what you really need to be, you know, successful and to, you know, get the audiences of people that don't look like you because it's yeah. a real thing. Right. So um, so that's this part of that love and passion for me is, um, you know, having having the courage to do something that um, a lot of people don't really understand. Um, 
and then sticking to it and being successful at it. I love that. Really. And perfect way to wrap up this absolutely (laughs) fantastic conversation. So thank you so much for for having me this. And um, it was a pleasure to, to get to have this conversation together. Always, always. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com disclosures, for more information. Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any.